Hello and welcome to Queenstown Property Chat. I'm your host, Maria Rosa, a licensed real estate agent. Every week, I'll be bringing you fresh and current insights into the Queenstown property market so you can stay informed by the best local experts. everyone welcome to the fifth and final episode of the election series today i've spoke to joseph who's from the national party and as always i'm here for your real estate needs so contact me on 021-088-34181 or at maria.rosa at baileys.co.nz So, hello, Joseph. Thank you for coming on to Queenstown Property Chats. Hello, Maria. Yeah, it's good to have you here. on. <laughs> yeah. So, before we get into everything, could you give us a quick introduction about yourself and your political party? Uh, sure. I'm Joseph Mooney, the uh, Member of Parliament for Southland. I have been for the last almost three years. Mm. Um, I live here in Queenstown, um, have done for many years, brought my family here, etc. Um, love this region and uh, have been um, yeah, working hard for the last three years to represent the area. What's been a very challenging time, actually. Perfect. Yeah. yeah, and you represent the National Party. Oh, I, I do represent yeah. the National Party, correct. Perfect. So what is National's overall vision for the Queenstown property market? Uh, well, look, we think um, housing's really important, um, and we don't have enough housing, you know, quite frankly. Mm-hmm. Um, so we think we actually need a lot more housing, and we need sort of a, a number of different modalities to it. Uh, we want um, more housing being rented out by those who own houses, and so we mm-hmm. want to make it more attractive for them to do so. Uh, so we want to change the, the rules back to basically where they were prior to Labor making a whole lot of, we think, ill-informed um, mm-hmm. uh, decisions. Or and what rules. sort of rules are those that you specifically um, Well, look, for, for example, we um, we want to restore interest deductibility. Mm-hmm. Um, we want to take the Bright Line test back to two years, mm-hmm. change the automatic rollover fixed-term tenancies um, into periodic tenancies, um, and reintroduce 90-day notice periods. Mm-hmm. We think this will encourage um, people who own houses back into the uh, rental market the rental and re- market. rent their houses out. Mm-hmm. And we know, in fact, the Labor government was given official advice before they changed these um, laws mm-hmm. that it would reduce the number of rental houses available. They chose to ignore that official advice, and that's exactly what's happened. So do you think that's a reason for a lot of people, specifically in Queenstown, for using Airbnb as a way to make up their income? And that's that's a reason why there are these rental shortages? I've personally spoken to quite a few people who own properties who have decided not to rent them out anymore because of, uh, you know, that, uh, that, for example, that uh, that, um, rollover into a fixed term of a uh, Mm -hmm. tenancy into a periodic tenancy, which means it's basically... If someone has a holiday home and they want to rent it out for some of the year, but not all of the year, they can no longer do that. Yeah. So as a result, the only option available to them, if they're going to try and keep paying the mortgage, if they have a mortgage, is is a short-term letting. Mm -hmm. Then what policies are you having in place for the tenants that have been living in their houses for years? They've upkeep the house very well, and now they're being kicked out of their, what they felt is their home by owners and more easily now if those things were implemented. What would you say to those tenants? Yeah, look, there's there's no perfect solutions to any mm-hmm. of these things. Um, and uh, look, uh, look, I, I recognise that, you know, that uh, will be a challenge for some. But if we have more houses available, there'll be more options for them to choose from. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and so it uh, won't work for everyone, I acknowledge that. 
But look, I mean, if I, if I looked at my own experience, when I first came to this region, I went looking for a rental. Yeah. I literally got laughed at um, when yeah. I asked if something was available because everyone knew, except I didn't because I was new to the area, that nothing was available at all anywhere in the Queensland Basin. I eventually found something an hour away from here. Uh, and I was only lucky to get that. And that was only because I was able to rent it for some of the year and then move yeah. out for summer. So and those could come in and then could move back in. It wasn't ideal, but it gave me a foothold in the region. And there's a lot of young people that are looking to get onto the property ladder. What is National going to do directly to help those first home buyers that are looking to get in? Well, I think the biggest thing we can do is actually make sure we build more houses. Mm -hmm. um, and so if we have more housing stock available, um, that's going to be um, key. Um, and so we've got a lot of plans around, uh, we're going to require councils to consent 30 years of housing um, mm. land Im immediately. We're also going to help them with the infrastructure because we recognise that infrastructures, you know, you need to have mm. pipes in the ground, you need to have electricity, yeah, et cetera, et cetera, to have roads to make it work. Um, and we, we're going to have a billion dollar fund actually to encourage councils to consent more land so mm -hmm. that there'll be an incentive uh, fund available. And so would National look to slip in that higher density housing into Queenstown? Um, how would you be balancing the natural beauty and preserving that of Queenstown at the same time? Yeah, I don't think we can um, stop housing um, and, and stop growth. Uh, what we can do is we can manage it and, and decide how we're going to develop it. Um, and look, I, if I think of the time I've lived in this region, it's changed enormously. Um, and some, some you know, don't see that as a positive. I, look, fundamentally, overall, I do. Although mm -hmm. I do think we could do a better job at um, having a more sort of integrated um, look at how we do it. Personally, I'm not keen on seeing... Our, our mountains developed. I don't think that's yeah. a good idea. <laughs> but, but I think, but I think you know, in, in, our, in the flat regions, if we do it well, um, we can we can maintain the sort of quality of life that we like to have mm -hmm. without trying to be a NIMBY, you know, try to stop other people from moving in. Mm. And another thing that you mentioned on earlier was, um, and that National want to bring in, is allowing foreign investors um, yeah. back into the market with a 15% tax um, for properties over $2 million. Correct. Correct. How do you think that would work for Queenstown when it's got quite a high average sale price here already and maybe places like Jack's Point where the properties are around that number, do you not think it will, people will inflate the prices of their houses in order to capture those foreign buyers? Well, look, they could try to, but mm -hmm. fundamentally the market will decide you know, what is the right price in any, in any given market. Um, and look, the we, we think that these are, are it's going to restrict to a very small number of houses. Um, mm -hmm. And it's, it won't be competing with first home buyers, for example. No, mm -hmm. It won't be changing that sort of property market that they will be um, playing in. Um, so, and you know, across the country, and in fact, across our region, it's only going to be a relatively small number of houses that will be um, impacted by this. And look, it's good. It's, we think it's a good thing having foreign buyers coming into the market as well, because mm -hmm. we get the people who bring in their international connections, the international capital, the, their experience, and we need that as a country. You no, know, we we need um, to have connections to the world because we have the biggest balance of payment deficit in the OECD in the developed world right now. Right. And uh, that means we're spending a lot more as a country uh, buying things from the world than we're selling things to the world. So there's a big imbalance there. The and way so to bridge we, that gap would be property. Well, it's it's actually, as, as much as anything, the connections that those people bring and to other places. And so we, we, need, we need to be out there in the world selling our goods and services and we need to be connecting with it. But, you know, at the same time, we, we're having um, protections in place 
so that you know it's, this won't have any impact on first home buyers. And I should I should say just on first home buyers, there's, there's another step that we see between rentals and first home buyers, and that's build to rent, mm-hmm. or and also um, uh, well, the, yeah, we we really want to um, see a lot more growth in build to rent okay. in New Zealand, and we think that's you know sort of a fit, a built. Um, specifically for that purpose, will be really good. I think that would be a good thing here in our region and as well. the build to rent, is that incentivising developers to build houses specifically for long-term rentals Correct. and investments Correct. like that? Correct. Okay. So we want, to, we want to see that. And I think yeah. that would actually be quite good um, mm-hmm. here as well. Because um, we have those seasonal workflows here in, in the Queensland yes. Lakes District. Definitely. And if we have people competing for three, four-bedroom homes, they're sort of the more the family homes. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're only here for a few months of the year. And actually, those rent, a rental property would be a better option for, for many of them. And also, it's, an, it's a stepping stone for those who you know, wanted to save up to you know, eventually buy their own home. Yeah, for sure. And just one last question on the foreign investors. How quickly do you think we could see that return um, if National did get in? How quickly um, oh, on we, the priority we, list? It's, it's, are, we, are we a priority? We want to see that happening pretty quickly. Yeah, like within yeah. the next year? Yeah. Yeah, or yeah. six months. Yeah, I was, I was going to, it's going to be, well, it's going to be one of our priorities to, yes. to, to make, I mean, frankly, there's a lot of things that we want to get happen. Mm-hmm. Um, if we win the election, and we're working hard to yeah. win the election, um, there's a lot of work that we think needs to be done and done quickly, because we fundamentally think the country's not going the right direction right now, and there's a lot of work to get it back on track. Yeah. And what is National's track record in addressing property problems in the past? Well, look, uh, we've done a... When National was last in government, um, mm. we had been through the Great Financial Crisis, um, 2007-2008 era. We had an earthquake that had obliterated one of the country's biggest cities in Christchurch, and then another earthquake which had obliterated one of our major highway networks between Christchurch and Kaikoura. Um, and despite all of these challenges, um, the, the, we had what was called a rock star economy. Mm. So, so National has a, actually a very good track record of dealing with challenging times, okay. and making sure the economy works well. Um, uh, the like we we fundamentally we need a lot more housing. Nothing, I don't think there's been a perfect um, approach to this over many many years, mm-hmm. uh, frankly. And in terms of the sort of infrastructure that New Zealand's needed, I think we've had decades of underinvestment in infrastructure, mm-hmm. and that's a big part of our focus. Is actually going to get connect um, the right investment um, structures um, to a better relationship between uh, local and central government. Yeah. What we call city regional deals to actually have a, a long term investment horizon building infrastructure that we need for our roads, yes. for our climate resilience, Especially and adaptation. In Queenstown, where there is so much problems with like traffic and, you know, totally. anybody that lives in Lake Hayes or shot over. Which is we'll, me. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. We're all yeah. stuck in traffic yeah. and that yeah. morning rush and coming back home. Yeah. And um, schools are part of that, right? Yeah, exactly. Because, I mean, I don't know about you, but I know a big difference with yeah, high school exactly. vacation. <laughs> it's been nice the last week. <laughs> it has been, it's been, it's been quite nice. <laughs> yeah, I've enjoyed it. And yeah. um, just quickly swifted out yeah, <laughs> straight yeah, totally. up that hill. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. And um, there's been a lot of talks, obviously, about Act and National, former coalition yep. Yep. government. How do you see your policies merging? Uh, look, I think there's a, a lot of uh, similarities. And obviously, you know, um, there, there will have to be some to, a sit down and discussion about priorities, yeah. which will be ongoing uh, yeah. as well. But, uh, but I do think there's, there's a lot of... Um, a lot of synchronicity between what Act's suggesting and what National's suggesting. Mm-hmm. But there is 
there's obviously a bit of daylight between some of them. That's what yeah. we just need to work it through. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Like anything. Like any <laughs> <Exactly>. business partnership. <laughs> any, any partnership of any kind. <laughs> and Joseph, before we wrap up then for today, is there anything else that you want to say to our audience? Um, look, I think uh, we've, we've certainly had a pretty challenging time lately, but I, I think um, we've got a really exciting future if we get the settings in the right place. And um, and frankly, I think get away from the government knows best um, mm-hmm government should dictate everything kind of approach. Okay. Uh, we actually, we, we really want to decentralise things, get back to localism, get power and control back into local communities and individ, individuals' hands. Um, I think people should be, you know, uh, responsible for their own success. But government has a role to play to help those who, you know, ha- uh, find some challenges. But to, um, we, we, we want to sort of see a, a much better partnership between government, central, central government, local government, uh, the private sector and community organisations. And I didn't touch on that. Uh, I should part of the housing. Oh, yeah, go part of the housing that. thing is also yeah. we've got probably the country's best community housing provider here in Queensland Lakes. Okay. Um, they do a phenomenal job, and part of our policy is actually going to be working with them, with these community housing providers around the country, uh, to to link, um, connect them to the, the appropriate finance, um, and and also. Uh, long, long-term contracts, so they can build um, houses for people who are otherwise, you know, struggling to get into a home. Yeah, that wouldn't be able to. Yeah, totally. And where is that budget coming from? How are you going to? Uh, well, there's, there's. Um, I mean, one example is um, the the billion-dollar bu- um, budget that I spoke about before. Yes. Could you explain that's, this to me just a little bit more detail? Yeah, sure. So that so that's um, a an invest a um, a fund to incentivize councils to um, consent more. Okay. Land, for example, if a, if, a, if a council consents, well, we're going we're gonna to pay councils twenty five thousand dollars per consent or per consented home over their five year average that they do. Okay. And so this is to incentivize councils and see they're actually going to get more funding. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's by reprioritizing money that's currently sitting with Kaingora. Yeah, um, right. We, and we don't think they've been doing a very effective job. In okay. fact, they've been driving up house prices. So would that mean getting rid of like Kiwi Build? Well, this is, yes, this, yeah. is, this is a different approach. That's interesting. And yeah. then in terms of the infrastructure then, that's where you're saying that a lot of the money would need to be also going into that as well to help. Yeah. So we go, we go, we're going to set up a specific infrastructure agency. Yeah. And their job is going to be, going to, be to coordinate infrastructure funding, which is currently sitting in all sorts of different pots around government. Right. Um, and they're going to coordinate that funding. Mm-hmm. And they're also going to um, link... Um, savings like with that ACC has, for example, KiwiSaver mm-hmm. has. Like, there's a lot of funding that's available yeah. that we want to connect long-term infrastructure projects okay. and invest in like in a 30, 40-year time horizon right. as opposed to a three-year funding cycle. Okay. So it'll be a cheaper cost of funding. Yeah, um, to, yeah, sort of, um, um, and we want to see more um, PPPs as well, more public-private partnerships okay. uh, develop, delivering um, different infrastructure projects. So there's, there's, there's a lot more I could go into detail about this. That's sort of a, a, just a, a, big, a, a little over, over a of a tiny bit of it. <laughs> yeah, no, that's really interesting. Thank you. Um, well, that's all then for today. And good <laughs> cool. luck in the election. And yeah. I'll probably catch up with you after to yeah, see how cheers. it went. And yeah, good luck. Awesome. Thank I you. appreciate it. Cheers. <laughs> so I hope you've really enjoyed all of these episodes in the election series. And I'd love to hear what your thoughts are. So please do send me a message on social media or email me or text me. And happy voting, everyone.